Alexi, and this is this week's episode of the Movie Ticket Podcast. In this episode, we are going to be discussing the second chapter of the movie adaptation of Stephen King's novel It, and the differences from the book to the movie and overall opinions. The book It is over a thousand pages, and in order to get the entire story, the creators of the movie decided to divide it into two parts, It and It Chapter 2. The first is about a group of kids in 1988 who discover a shape-shifting evil in their town of Derry, Maine that comes live every 27 years. It takes the form of the children's worst fears and Pennywise the Clown or It. The kids form the Losers Club in order to fight Pennywise. At the end of part one, they agree to all come back if Pennywise returns to Derry. It Chapter 2 takes place in 2016 when new murders cause one of the members to call the rest of the Losers Club, now adults, back to Derry. As they remember their past and confront their own fears, the group searches for a way to kill this ancient evil for good. With me here today is Brian, who is a big fan of Stephen King. Brian, do you typically enjoy the movie and TV adaptations of Stephen King's books? Earlier on when um, the technology wasn't there and most of his adaptations were happening either in movies or in miniseries on TV in the 80s and 90s, they weren't as good due to the fact that Stephen King can be very wordy and to condense all of that into a movie or film adaptation you tend to lose a lot. Early on a lot of the adaptations weren't as good also you know he comes up with a lot of fantastical ideas that require some technology to be there in order to bring them from your mind to a TV screen or a movie screen and make them look believable. Early on, before CGI, but some of the earlier adaptations were not that good. But with the advent of all of these streaming services as a way where they could get away with a little more in terms of graphic violence, the um, adaptations of his have actually increased in volume, but they've also increased in quality. Before we discuss chapter two, we should give our opinions on the first movie. What were your thoughts? Oh, I had high expectations coming into this movie because technology has advanced substantially and the casting seemed very good. They got one of the kids from Stranger Things. For the most part, it met those expectations. Chapter one followed the book as well as you, I could have expected in terms of the storyline. The only, my only criticisms of the first part would be that the shapes that Pennywise um, took were more based on the kids' love of horror movies and they kind of changed a lot of that to generalized fears that the kids had. It didn't detract from my enjoyment of it. How did you feel about the casting of the adult losers? When I heard they first started casting and they cast Jessica Chastain as Beverly, I thought that's a perfect choice. Same with uh, Bill Hader as Richie. He's a very funny guy. Richie as a kid was a goof. James McElvey as Bill as an adult is probably my only stumbling block in terms of casting. He's not who I pictured. He's a little too well known. But overall, I think they lined up the adults with the children very well. What do you think are some differences we saw from the second movie compared to the first? And this could also be between the novel and the movie adaptation. The difference between the first movie and the second movie is the fact that in the second movie, all of a sudden they made a strange choice to start flipping back and forth between the adults and the children. And to me, it was seemed more of a calculated, well, the kids were really good in the first movie, so let's try and figure out a way to get them involved this time. 
Now that felt more like the book. I would love if they could have somehow create a supercut of both movies where they actually make it more like the book. But the first movie was seemed a lot scarier to me. The scene where Bill was going down into the basement and it was super dark and you don't know what's down there. I mean, that's kind of a universal fear of children. It's more about like what's out there that you don't know. The funny parts were more based on hanging out and making fun of each other and it was a little purer. In terms of Stephen King's books, Stephen King is best at getting you to like the characters he's creating. And then he puts them in horrific situations, and which makes it that much more enjoyable. Because you're already connected to these characters and you're expecting the best or the worst for them. The second movie plays it more for, for laughs. So that's kind of you know, the way chapter two kind of went for me in terms of differences between one and two. One felt a lot more genuine, two just felt like we're just trying to do more of the same. It was kind of set up, punch, set up. You, could, you knew where I was going for the most part. In terms of change, the fact that the book starts with the death of the adult Stanley, which is done very well in the second movie, except for the change where he sent them a letter saying that he did it on purpose because he knew that he would drag them down. I don't think there was a need for that. I think it was scarier that then he couldn't handle it. Like I said before, you know, the book deals with a lot of childhood fears brought about from movies. So it would take the form of specific movie characters, but they would kind of be dressed in weird ways like Pennywise, like the werewolf in it had a jacket and the jacket had clown buttons on it, which probably worked well in the book. To me, in my mind, I don't think it would have been as scary in a movie. It would have probably been a little silly. There was dramatic changes in terms of plot, in terms of Henry Bowers, the kid that that tortured them. Much bigger role in the book. Underused in the movie, in my opinion. Well as Beverly's husband, Bill's wife. Beverly's husband is actually recruited in the book to kidnap Bill's wife and bring her to Derry as it tries to set up a bunch of different roadblocks to stop the Losers Club from defeating him that is completely wiped out of um, the movie. Which, it's almost why even bring them in in the beginning if you're not going to go back to them towards the end. But, but there are some good things actually that they changed. I mean, there's a large section in the book that's related to a turtle that is kind of like the good to Pennywise's ancient evil that would not have played out very well in the movie. Honestly, as much a Stephen King fan as I am, one of, the, one of the main problems I had with the second half is they were trying to be too clever with sticking in Stephen King references for Stephen King fans. There was a premise in there that Bill's a writer and Bill has um, is criticized multiple times during the movie for not ending his books properly. And that is a direct hit on Stephen King because a lot of people, including myself, feel Stephen King's biggest weakness is the endings of his books. So they kept referencing it over and over again, even to the point where Stephen King makes that cameo and says the same thing to Bill. I didn't like the ending. There's no reason to keep 
doing that. Had they only kept the Stephen King one in and not mentioned it anywhere else, that actually might not have been too bad, but they kind of just hammered it over and over again. So overall, what is your opinion of the movie? I really liked chapter one, like I said, so my expectations were high. And honestly, I did not like it. I mean, I thought it was, was it terrible? No. I thought it was very disappointing. This movie was like over two, almost three hours long, and it felt super long and kind of short at the same time. Brian, thank you for being on this episode of the Movie Ticket Podcast. We'll see you on next week's episode.